Hey guys, welcome back to the Intimacy Liberation Army channel where we teach you how to date more, date better. I'm Duke Delayed. I'm a dating coach for a lot of years. And today's topic is how to start training your dating resilience. I'm writing a book right now called uh, Mental Toughness for Dating. And uh, it's predicated on the fact that if you're going to get super successful at virtually anything, you got to be able to kind of bounce back from the bullshit that life throws at you and get on, back on the horse and moving towards your goals and having a clear understanding of who you are on the way through so that you continue to, um, so that you continue to uh, push forward towards what you actually want with the tools that you actually have rather than lying to yourself and keeping yourself out of success. So uh, when it comes to dating and maintaining a healthy relationship, resilience is a super essential quality. You have to keep going through all the inevitable frustrations, all the disappointments, all the problems that come along uh, with dating and keeping a romantic relationship going and trusting somebody else and getting them uh, to keeping them happy and having them keep you happy. It's the only way to find and keep a partner that you can really meet your needs. If you don't know what you want, if you don't know what you need, you don't know who you are, it's really difficult to be able to communicate that and negotiate that with the other person. And so then they can't um, carry your the load that you expect them to carry and everything starts to fall apart. So regrettably, a large number of people approach this thing in a way that avoids challenges and difficulties. Like they're afraid of getting into the shit. So they kind of take the easy route. And instead of searching uh, for the path that's going to get them to build their character, to get them into a place where they're super strong and can handle all sorts of hard situations, they opt out and they opt instead for the path that's the least resistance. So, um, the first thing uh, to start working on when you're really, uh, when you want to build your character, build strength in the ability to have a dating relationship is to ex ex is to exit the whole um, path of least resistance thing. Like you don't want to find the easy route. You want to find the hard route specifically because it's going to make you more adaptable. It's going to make you better at it. You want to do hard shit. And I don't mean like go into relationships where you're being abused so that you can maintain and you know keep your codependent status and just get really 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 good at closing off and using all sorts of coping mechanisms I mean things that are new that you would rather shy away from that you haven't mastered and you're kind of afraid of like when you have a like way you go about doing things that you're kind of used to even if it's painful uh, and staying in a relationship that you know is not good for you and ignoring the red flag, stuff like that. That's not what I mean by taking the hard route. What I mean is when something comes up and you're like, okay, well, I need to communicate to my partner or communicate to this new person that I'm dating that, uh, you know, I got a boundary with it, but I'd rather not because I don't, I don't want to see how they're going to react. Uh, then you kind of shy away from that. And it doesn't make you able to kind of step up and stand up for yourself uh, and get your needs met and you know if you're the leader type in the relationship then you don't meet the entire relationship's needs when you kind of lay back and don't take responsibility uh, and then that will inevitably erode your self-concept 
and erode your ability to stand up for yourself in the future and just make it harder. And then you can't, when it, when it really matters, you can't step up and shut things down or, or need uh, or f kind of force the issue of communication negotiation when it's necessary and then the relationship falls apart. So uh, we're going to kind of discuss five ways to become more resilient in dating. It's going to allow you to kind of step out of your comfort zone and finally go after the relationship that you've been dreaming of. First stage, um, you know, to get rid of this whole path of least resistance thing, you want to seek out discomfort. You want to find places in your relationship where it's going to be a little scary, a little bit challenging, and then go headlong into it. When it comes to dating, our natural inclination is to steer clear of all the little situations that make us feel awkward. Uh, even if it's to stand up for ourselves like I was talking about with boundaries, in the long run it's it's in our best interest to force ourselves to engage in activities that are unchallenging and unpleasant because it goes against our natural instincts because we kind of map everything to survival. If, um, if a situation is going to feel awkward then we might feel you know abandonment or attachment issues or we might feel like we're gonna die because you know our caretakers didn't give us the right stuff when we were five you know um, when it comes to developing resilience in dating one of the most important practices you can cultivate is the habit of actually seeking out situations that make you feel uncomfortable and then dealing with them in real time because as you uh, experience the real world your map of the world and the map of your internals on like what you're going to put up with what you're going to be skilled at you know sometimes you surprise yourself in the face of adversity by standing up and, and doing what you need to do because you're you're being challenged and then your your natural self kind of comes to the forefront and you see that stuff and the more accurate you are to your own self-concept to see how you actually fair in discomfort uncomfortable situations then the better you are at being able to accurately predict your behavior in the future when more uncomfortable things start to happen if you think about the things that you ought to be doing that you know you kind of should be doing but you find an excuse to avoid then you're going to be able to find it like like do an exercise right now and be like okay what am i doing in in my approaches or what am i doing in my relationship that um, kind of steers clear of awkwardness but wouldn't kill me right uh, obviously if you're avoiding uh, like one of my students right now he's you know he calls me every week and we talk and I talk him through you know tactics and strategies or whatever and he's like still has a problem approaching new people and, you know, we've reframed it a couple of times, but he kind of wants to ignore that and keep it for himself so that he can not have to do the hard work of the next level of, of holding a conversation and, and generating attraction and holding sexual tension and all the stuff that he knows is coming. If he just kind of throws it all out with the bathwater and says, okay, if, uh, if I don't approach her, then I don't have to deal with all that pain. Uh, and then I can just sit here and whine about the fact that I'm afraid of approaching people. Then he's avoiding the situation that's going to make him better like you end up you go out and approach 100 people you're going to lose that fear really quickly just progressive desensitization and you're probably going to see the world in a more accurate way than you did before if you're afraid of approaching 
and then you realize that when you approach people in a non-creepy way that they're generally going to talk to you and they're generally going to show interest and sometimes they might be even attracted to you that it starts to rewrite what you know about the world and what you think that you're capable of but if you avoid it then you never get to move down that path so if you think about the things that you should be doing and and you're finding an excuse to avoid like this guy comes up with all of these excuses like oh it was raining so you know, I couldn't do it outside and I'm not familiar with pubs so I don't go in the pub and, and nightclubs are too loud and, and then so if I, you know, I found all these people in the coffee shop and there were so many people that I actually liked but then it's just really awkward to talk to somebody in the daytime that, that isn't on the street and then you know I, I got coffee I made a comment and then this girl didn't think that, that I should have been there so I just kind of bowed out early and like all of this stuff I, I get flooded with this kind of stuff and I get really new clients who have a lot of approach anxiety, they like, <laughs> they just come up with every excuse ever. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I wasn't wearing my jacket and my arms were cold and I didn't want them to see like, you know, like me shivering. And it was, it's just dumb. The, or it's not dumb. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, uh, what's the word? Like, it's pretty phenomenal how your mind can come up with so many excuses of this thing that you think is going to kill you like it's it's like fighting for its own survival but you're really just saying hi to some person that could be your wife or your your partner for a while and you it could be the mother of your kids but you don't want to say hi because you're afraid she's going to say no and it's like it's it's really ridiculous if you look at it logically and if you actually go out and talk to people you're going to figure out that like they don't all say no <laughs> and you can get a pretty rich dating life by uh, going out there and ge generating the skills to carry the conversation so just like that example you're undoubtedly aware that you have some unpleasant tasks that you avoid because they're gonna make you feel awkward and if you complete in if you complete them you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of benefit out of it you're gonna be able to to do the things that you wish you could do that you see other people do if you put it another way becoming resilient is voluntarily confronting uncomfortable situations head-on uh, rather than just coming up with another excuse to put off what needs to be done when I first started in a dating scene I uh, hired a coach and he took me on his little workshop and you know I just gotten out of this long seven-year relationship and I, I didn't have a lot of self-worth in that space because I thought oh you know I just kind of left my soulmate to some unreconcilable differences and uh, and I don't know if I'm gonna actually connect to, with anybody else and I you know so I said you know what I'm gonna hire an expert I'd already done the whole Tony Robbins stuff I've done a lot of self-development stuff throughout my life and so I was like alright I'm gonna find somebody who does this stuff I'm gonna hire him and I did and uh, the very first thing they told me was, look, man, just do what we tell you to do so that you can get the reference experiences, what's going on in the real world and how you actually respond. Because it's really easy to sit back and think that you have a certain level of skill if you don't test it in the real world. Like, oh, yeah, no, I could really get any girl if I wanted to. I just, you know, not feeling it right now. But tomorrow, you know, maybe I'll go talk to somebody. Like, And you can kind of lie to yourself that you that you're better than you are and that you have the skills and the faculties down deep here that you haven't practiced and so even if you have the ability to connect with another human because we're all doing that innately because we're a social species we 
we haven't honed it, we haven't practiced it. So uh, the chances that you're gonna make it go the way that you want right out the gate without a lot of practice and around seeing where the reference experience is, then those chances are very, very, super, very, very super low. Like, uh, so I went to this, I went to this workshop and the very first thing it told me was just to get the reference experiences so you know who you are. And so that's what I did. And um, the entire structure back then of a, of a workshop was find the hardest things you can do. Kind of like a, they gave us like a, a scavenger hunt list where it's like, you know, talk to a girl on an escalator. And by the time you get to the top of the escalator, uh, try to get her number or you know, talk to a girl who's trying something on in a mirror, you know, out, out in the store, like, like girls who like hats or sunglasses or whatever. And there was like, uh, talk to a girl who's with her family and you know, talk to, you know, like they gave us all these like missions. And, uh, when, uh, you did the missions, you were intentionally trying to take situations that you would have lots of excuses for and, and bang yourself up against them and then figure out how you adapted and very often the world didn't respond the way that you expected it to that confirmed your fears rather it responds the other way where um the you know the girl who's interested uh makes it known and the girl who wants to reject you is just it doesn't hurt that bad and you know there's all these things that you have that happen when you go out and you actually try in the real world so um i Man, that changed my life going out and doing that and I started doing that in business I started doing that with with uh, my corporate job at the time I started doing that with sports uh, when I, I got into jujitsu and I started you know just trying shit that um, I was afraid to try before and uh, it, it worked out really well just sitting in that zone of you know just outside your comfort zone is is super useful for building the character of being able to handle shit in the future Second thing uh, that you can do to start building your resi resilience in dating is to solidify your why. Solidify your why, your your purpose. Uh, figure out why you want to do something. It, you know, it's in, super important to be aware of the reasons that you're doing something in the first place. Because if you have a deep-rooted conviction of why you're doing something in the first place, a lot of the adversity that comes across you're going to be able to handle uh, much easier. You're, you're not going to let your mind spiral into all the negative possibilities. You're going to you're going to not be as critical when you have a misstep. You know, if, if you do something really hard just to be uncomfortable and not know why you're doing it or where you're going with it, then you're likely to fail. And uh, so you want to choose things that are outside of your comfort zone, but also that move you towards a goal that's that's better uh than where you are now i did a video like i don't know four days ago or something on how to find your purpose and it had a lot of uh you know airy very like self-help stuff in there about like oh yeah you know check out your interests and do a lot of testing and yeah yeah that's that's great but for uh, specifically when you're dealing with adversity you want to know like okay if i just push through this i'm going to get this result at the end and if you know your why, uh, what was that guy, Victor Frankl? He said, you know, a guy with uh, uh, any man of the strong enough why can withstand any how, something like that. That's the quote. And uh, so right now, sit down and take some time to think about something that makes you super uncomfortable that you always seem to put off. And 
So consider the thought process that led to this task rather than the challenges that present that it presents. So if you if you think about, oh my God, it's got all these holes in it and you know, I don't I don't necessarily want to do it this way, you know, I gotta make sure that I'm well slept or whatever, like you gotta it don't think about the challenges. Think about okay, the process that that led you there. Figuring out why, okay, why did I want to do this in the first place? Like that guy who just hired me, he's like, I want to expand my sexual repertoire with the women that I want. And I said, okay, so now you have to go talk to new women because you can't just keep running into people at work, you know? And uh, so if he, in the moment when he has to go, you know, talk to somebody, if he remembered that like, oh yeah, as I move forward in this stuff, I'm going to get to this place where I'm skilled enough to do kind of whatever I want and kind of break the the insecurities that I have that keep me from moving. So if he kept that in mind, if he keeps, keeps the why in mind, uh, why overcoming the challenges is more important than keeping yourself safe. Um, if you want to develop resilience and you want to develop character in this character in this thing, finding your why is pretty essential. If you want to have a successful dating life, you need to do this. So story time. I very, very often I do things because of the ADHD and the, the hyper focus part of me. I go super hardcore into choosing goals that are gonna test me right and one time I decided okay I'm gonna do 100 video 100 YouTube videos straight uh, every day uh, just for the sake of doing them and I didn't have a educational reason I didn't really have a um, I wasn't answering any questions from anybody that 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 wanted to know I just want to put my face out there and and prove that I could do it and yeah that gave me a lot of skills to be able to kind of sit in front of camera think off the top of my head and talk but it didn't really get me anywhere as far as results because I didn't have any results in mind. The, the idea was just to like do the work uh, to prove that I could do the work. And it kind of, it was kind of a vestige from vestigial thing from college where they would make you do these things that had no bearing in the real world and then they give you a award for it. You know, you get a good grade or you, you know, you get, um, you know, accolades in a class of people who you're never gonna see again, right? Like. They trained us to do stupid bullshit and then feel proud of ourselves for the fact that we just got through it. And sure, that's great. Uh, but if you have a why behind it, like if, you, if you're like, okay, I'm gonna shoot, like on this new batch, we decided to shoot a video every day till the end of the year. Um, but we have a structure, like we're trying to talk about things that interrelate with each other, that relate to the products that we're releasing, relate to the coaching that we do. Um, so that if you're interested in what I'm talking about here and you wanna work on it more, you can reach out and we can help you uh, with the business and we can also help you with um, you know, our world experience in this stuff. So uh, these videos aren't just like randomly thrown at the wall, they're in a part of a larger structure that's trying to get the word out there that we are able to kind of break this stuff down and help you understand it. And the people who watch these videos and you know all the way through, they there are ideal clients. They like they align well with them 
because they're, <laughs> they want to sit through them, right? And, and yeah, it doesn't mean I shouldn't continue to build my skill of presentation and making things clearer and not running off on tangents every five minutes, uh, but I know why I'm doing this. And so when, like right now it's two o'clock in the morning and I need to get this video out, but I'm not like, oh no, I gotta do this thing. And no, no, it's still structured. It's still trying to be educational. It's still uh, trying to, to help the world with the concepts that are in here uh, so that we can build stronger people and better communicative dating partnerships. That's the whole point of what we're doing. So uh, my why kind of pushes through all of that. You know, oh, I didn't really wanna, I could just shoot it tomorrow. It's like, nobody's actually watching anyway, da 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 da, da all that stuff. That's not the point. The point at the end of the, the day is to flood the market with so much deep, long-form content that we uh, basically leave a legacy. And if I, you know, if I get hit by a bus, you know, at the end of the year, I will have left, you know, at least whatever, 160-something hours of content on the internet so that everybody can still learn from me when I'm dead. Like, that's the point. So. Um, it keeps me moving, keeps me moving forward. So yeah, that's the know your why. The third thing that you can do to work on your resilience right now, and this is just the beginning. I have like 25 different resilience based videos that I'm about to shoot. So, um, you'll see a lot of nuances in different areas, but just in dating to work on your resilience, keep your ego in check. Like you do you for you and yours. Like, don't worry about whether or not you live up to some sort of weird societal standard, whether you're making everybody around you happy, whether you got haters in the, in the wings. There's a lot of people who avoid difficult situations in dating out of fear that other people are gonna evaluate them. I don't know how many times one of my clients says, oh yeah, I can approach a girl if she's by herself, but if there's people around watching, I get, I get nervous and I, and I wanna do it. Or if she's with a friend who might judge me, I don't, I don't want to do it. Like the term try hard comes with a total pejorative connotation in today's society. It's people don't want to look like they suck. So they also don't want to look like they're trying really hard not to suck. And you got to get past this idea. Like you don't want to look like a try hard and you know, being accepted in a social group that's in the new book. but when you don't know something, like like if you start playing soccer, right? And you don't know how to play soccer, you don't have the balance, you don't run all that much, you don't know how to kick a ball and make it go in the direction you want it to, you're just gonna suck. Like you, any skill when you start building it, like you're not gonna perform at the super high level. And so you gotta kinda let go of the fact that, or you gotta let go of the thought that other people are gonna judge you for doing things poorly when you actually are doing things poorly because you don't have the skills. Like work on the skills, get better, then they won't judge you anymore, right? Like it, it doesn't matter, you gotta get past that idea that um, this is kind of a, a practice run or an exercise for the real thing, just do it. You know, if you know your why and it's strong enough, then fuck being good at it, do whatever it takes to, to get over, under, or around the obstacles that you're facing. You know, you're only gonna be in this world for a short period of time, like you're gonna die at some point. And even if you live to the ripe old age of 110, you're still, it's not, it's not that long, right? And you got, there's gonna come, there's gonna come a day where you look back 
and you regret the fact that you didn't go after what you wanted, you know, despite of the opinions of others. At a certain point, as you move forward in life, as you grow uh, older, you're not gonna care about the people who are talking shit. It it just it just doesn't work anymore. I think uh, it was about four or five years ago where I just it wasn't anything I did specifically. It just I just stopped giving a fuck about most people's opinions. Like, like I'd watched people who I thought were cool and were always going to be successful tell me I was doing things wrong, and then their lives turned to shit. And I've watched it happen. You know, I've watched guys who or girls who um, who would reject me because they didn't think I was good enough get caught in a relationship that. You know, it's far worse than they would have had with me. And, like, you start to realize that, like, other people's opinions are just as uninformed as yours is. And if you don't, if you choose to educate yourself, you're starting to actually move forward ahead of the pack. And so, like, watching videos like this, reading the books, you know, tracking down your mentors, getting getting uh, coaching, all that, all those kind of activities are going to make you smarter and better and more ready for the world than, uh, than most of the humanity who is just kind of, like, distracting themselves and getting by so if your ego comes up and says oh no i want to look perfect or i want to do it so that people don't judge me or whatever they ego and resilience don't get along all that well like it's absolutely necessary to maintain a sense of resilience despite your ego like you know i'm gonna do the hard shit i might suck let's just do it one of my old coaches tim he uh He's like, you know, everybody tells me I don't want to be creepy. I don't want to be creepy. Uh, so I'm just going to stand here and just try to be cool. And I'm going to talk to these dudes. and whatever. But like, fuck it. Just go. Like, so he would do this thing where he'd go like this and be like, let's get our creep on. Come on. It's time to go talk to strangers. Right. And then we'd go and, and, and it would be hilarious. And because of the way that we framed it in our brains, like, it was hilarious and it wasn't creepy and, and people would think it was uh, uh, it was more fun than whatever they got going on. So we started uh, opening and even when something bad happened, we didn't take it seriously and we let fuck our whole night up. We just kept moving forward uh, because we didn't we didn't let our ego tell us or limit us in our ability to go out and do stuff. Uh, you know, I used to always be like, oh. Yeah, but I, I need to be awesome, and if people don't see me as awesome, uh, then I don't want to do it. And it's like, eh, fuck it. Like, people see you as free, and that's way better <laughs> as far as uh, getting perceived as, as awesome. Mm, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, so don't shy, don't shy away from failure. It builds your character. There's no getting around the fact that failure is a natural and necessarily component of the dating process. It's a significant amount of trial and error involved in order to achieve proficiency in dating because you're two separate people with two separate things of trauma and two separate experiences of life coming together and try to figure out a match. Like, you got to try a lot so that you know yourself well enough to be able to communicate that stuff effectively and you know how to deal with other people's things that you don't necessarily, uh, other people's traumas, other people's experiences that don't necessarily mesh with your value systems. You got to be able to communicate those things, negotiate those things, and then move forward with a partner uh, against the suffering of the world. So there's a lot of trial and error. Like it's not like necessarily a numbers game. There is kismet. There is soulmates. I think. Uh, I think there's there's 
good timing. There's all this stuff that, that's available. But at the end of the day, if you don't go out, you're going to go talk to people because you're avoiding failure. Uh, then when that perfect person comes across, they're never you're never going to pull up the skills out of your bat belt. You know, you know everybody they have this weird trope that's like, you know, love finds you when you're least looking for it or when you're, when you're least ready for it or, you know, when you're not looking for it, that's when it comes hit you in the face. It's like, you think the universe is waiting for you to stop trying to give you what you wanted? Okay. I see what you're saying with the manifestation thing. I see what you're saying with the whole... You know, if you focus on lack, then you then you maintain lack. Okay, that's a different concept. If you don't go out and meet people, you're not going to meet the new people that you need to meet. And you're not going to be able to have the skills to handle the person that's going to match you um, over the long term. Yeah, you can get smacked in the eyes with infatuation and have good puppy love stage with, you know, pr with pretty rate, pretty, with a pretty good amount of regularity. Uh, you can go out and fall in love all day if you want, and it's fine. But if you really want to be able to communicate with that person, get your boundaries, your get communicate your boundaries, get your needs met, get her needs met, their needs met. You have to be able to build that skill of communication and do the do the hard shit when you know it's good for you. Uh, so don't shy away from failure because it teaches you how to act, teaches you how to. Um, handle adversity and yeah like like I said I'm not pushing you to go get into abusive relationship and just weather the abuse that's not what I mean I mean uh, if you want to have some satisfying romantic connection you should expect to face roadblocks and challenges and then have the pride of actually getting over those roadblocks and challenges you're building resiliency every time you experience a setback whether it be a failed date or a failed relationship or a failed approach, and you choose not to let it stop you from moving forward. If you do fail, which you will do, just take it as an opportunity to learn and how to fail more successfully next time. Rest assured, it's beyond the rest assured, beyond the last failure is a hard-earned success. You're going to be super proud of yourself when you put yourself through. Um, the learning process that it takes to see the world more clearly and to see yourself more clearly. Once you have experienced things in the real world, there's a certain thing that you just can't get out of a book or from a video. Like you can't just do what the mentors say and then like get what the mentors say you're going to get. No, you got to apply yourself in the real world. And then you're going to be super proud of yourself that you did the work and you earned the skill set that you have. Uh, the last thing to kind of focus on when you're building resilience for dating, uh, in when you, you know, as, especially as a beginner, is that self-talk is everything. You can frame your own success story. I think it was Tony Robbins. He said, "What you focus on expands," and I think that's where I learned it. One of his seminars. If you want to become more resilient in dating, you got to communicate with yourself in a positive, compassionate, mental way. You have to love yourself you have to care for yourself you have to communicate with yourself with compassion so many people go through dating berating themselves for every shortcoming that they make 
every every shortcoming that they make, every mistake that they make, they they would just be like, oh man, you fucked up again. Yeah, you're never gonna find a girl. And all your self talk is just taking you out at the knees. That kind of self talk is not only unproductive. Like it doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't motivate you to be better as far as behaviorally, but it also erodes your self confidence and your resilience. Like if you had built up any resilience before, and then you start talking shit to yourself, you don't have any resilience in the past or in resilience in the future, and. So it erodes your uh, self-confidence. It erodes your, res uh, sorry, sorry, somebody was calling me. And so oh, it erodes. So, you, okay, <laughs> you need to learn how to have a constructive and encouraging dialogue with yourself if you wanna become more resilient and when it comes to dating. Like you gotta be able to be able to be like, you have to be able to say, okay, there's something to learn out of this. Uh, you know, I did it uh, in a way that did not give me the result that I wanted, but I did learn something here. And next time I'm gonna try it like this and we're gonna see how we can iterate to make things better the next time. Um, you know, instead of being hard on yourself for every mistake that you make, you should concentrate on what you learned and how you can improve for the future. You bring your attention back to the objectives you set for yourself, knowing your why, and then the reasons that you're putting in the effort. And then if you talk to yourself in a constructive manner and you're like, okay, uh, all right, that was good. Uh, we can make it better this way. Uh, we can take it further next time this way. Then you're gonna develop the self-assurance, the tenacity necessary to push through the challenges and circumstances and through the adversity that you're gonna experience. So to summarize this all, I'm talking about um, resilient, building dating resilience, uh, just starting out. Uh, developing resilience in dating, it takes both time and effort. Not as much time as you might think if you apply yourself. It takes a lot of effort and it requires a willingness to seek out discomfort, to, to put yourself in the, in the discomfort zone, figure out why you're doing it in the first place so that it kind of drives you through, keeping your ego in check and not shying away from failure, kind of welcoming those experiences. And then once everything happens, talk to yourself in a way that is compassionate and not takes you out of the knees. If you follow this stuff, then you're gonna be able to build resilience that you need, you know, step over step over step over step as you iterate and navigate the ups and downs of dating and ultimately find the satisfying, satisfying relationship that you've been searching for. That's it, yeah. How to start building resilience in dating. Uh, uh, tomorrow, we're going to do another uh, resilience-based episode, and I will be happy to see you then. Uh, we do this every damn day, so I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, stay awesome.